I, I, I they should have got your singing. Yeah, I can just imagine. Yeah. Uh, I'll be and LP merch. So, any pony news for this week? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't. Nope. Nothing this week. Did you get anything? I didn't get anything pony related, but I got Monster High related. Oh, okay. <laughs> Now, eventually, I, I swear, I think I need to make another show and I need to do a Monster High theme. <laughs> oh, well, it, 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 it happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but then I would need to find uh, someone to co-host with me and... I'd have to go through the interview process all over again. Oh, yeah. Date. Well, I mean. Yeah. Hi, Pony Birds. Most pony collectors collect Monster High dolls, too, so, you know. It's okay. It kind of crosses over. I guess it kind of does. But, yeah, I was at Walmart getting more of the little squishy thingies because now we are going to do, not only are we going to do the blind bag of the week, but we are going to do the squishy thing of the week. (laughs) (laughs) And I unfortunately came across More of the Monster High minis. Oh, yeah. The little mini figures. Yeah, and I came by actually one that was, that is actually in the, in the exact sets. Uh-huh. So I knew exactly who I was getting. So I knew I was getting, I knew I was getting my favorite girl. Oh. <laughs> so I knew I was getting Draculaura. Oh, good. Because you know, next next to Cupid, she is my she is my I mean, she is my second she is my second favorite. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out which one of these is the exclusive figure. I think the exclusive figure is actually Draculaura because she is actually a clear pink. Oh, neat. Figure out. Getting ghostly, that's the version she is. 
Yeah, I think that's what they call the clear one. So I have a getting ghostly version of Draculaura. And I don't know who the other two are. So I'm going to have to do this by looking at all of them. Don't they? Yeah, they have one a, a thing that says um, see them all. Oh, one, one is Torali from the very first set. And the other one, who are you? I cannot find the other one. Oh, it's Venus McFly Trap. Oh, okay. So, and then I also got the little boxed ones, which I just opened up one. And is this my girl? I got Dracula Power Gold. Yay! Oh, cool. I got Dracula. Yay! You got two versions of her then. Oh, yes. And I was looking at the dolls, and I, I saw one that really caught my eye and really wish I was a person who de-boxed mm-hmm. because, oh, my God, I would have so much fun with her. And it is actually – I'm going to do this by – dolls to find her a little bit quicker. Draculaura. And that's the one that the big difference between um MLP merch and Monster High is it's a little bit harder to find the button that can get you all of the same character. You actually have to find the character and actually select it. Ah. And then select her name and then it'll come up with all of her different versions. There are, like, some versions on here that, like, I've already gone on to Amazon, and it's like, ooh, these are so going to be wish-listed. <laughs> but the one I found was Draculaura um, G2. Mm-hmm. So this is the second generation of the Monster High dolls, and it's from part from Party Hair, and the reason why I liked her was because she had a lot of accessories, and she actually has one piece, one accessory 
that can actually make her hair do really wild things. Oh, cool. So, yeah. But I really loved that. That one was really cool. It's like I passed by the, the display twice, and it's like there was only one left. Oh. And, you know, it's like I walked past once, and it's like I walked past twice. I walked past the third time, and she somehow ended up in the cart. That's usually how it happens. She just fell right in. <laughs> oh, my God, it's, a, it's another Dracula. Well, at least you're getting all of your favorite. Let's see which which version of it, Dracula is this one? Yay! Woo! Oh, it's the original one from the original set. Ooh. I got lucky this time around. And unlike the blind bags, there's no way of finding out, you know, what you're actually getting out of these things. And the pelt is not too... Hmm? Yeah, they don't have, like, any codes on them or anything. No, they don't. So it's like, whatever you get is, that's what you got. If I got all Draculors, I will be so happy. The next one was not a Draculor, but it was Abby Abominable, who is actually my third favorite. Nice. So she is the Abominable snow, Snowman. And she is cute. She is never actually coming out of this plastic baggie because her hair is all glittery. Ooh. Yeah, we all know what happens with glitter. Yep. And she comes from the candy gold. Oh, neat. But at least I got another one that I like. Okay, so I'm I'm picky when it comes to Monster High, okay? (laughs) And Ever After High. If I were to ever actually start collecting those dolls, there would only be two of them that uh, that I would be collecting, and that would be Apple White and Raven Raven Queen. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. And speaking of Ever After High, I actually finished the very first book. Oh, cool. And it was actually quite a good book. Huh? Catherine D. Meow 
and she is from the I guess I should just click on her name and just pull up all of her mini versions. Yeah, that's easier. This one is from the... The Circus Schools, it looks like. But what they also had was they also had the squishy version of the Monster High actually has the squishy things as well. Cool. Hold on a second. I have to do what these little gray chickens are screaming about. You guys want All right. One cookie each. Here. Yeah, I know. Bored? Squeaker just told me he's bored. Are you bored? Here, have a cookie while I find something for you to do. <laughs> All right. Bird just informed me that he's bored. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, What's wrong with you? And he said, I'm bored. Eat your cookie. Okay. So the first one of these ones is actually Skelta Calaveras. And she kind of looks really funky because under because she has no legs. Oh, okay. And you can almost make her into a finger puppet. Huh. Interesting. And there's only six of these figures, so and I've got four. Of course, have the main four, five characters. We have Laguna, Claudine, Cleo Denial, Draculaura, Frankie Stein, and Laguna Blue. But Skeleton was the only unique one that I've never seen before. Oh, I got Frankie. Oh, neat. And her dress is the same way. I wonder. I wonder if. Ah, okay. Now I know why these are made, but the dress is made like this. It's made so that you can take it and, and kind of make it like into a. Um, if you plop it onto a flat surface and push down, uh huh, it'll it'll stick to the flat surface. Oh, okay. So that's actually pretty neat. 
Oh, I've got a second Frankie sign. I guess you could be in the front bedroom with me. Come on, Dracula. It's kind of funny because you rooting for a Dracula is kind of like rooting for a Pinkie Pie in a blind bag. <laughs> I know because with Dracula, technically, if you look at her, she is like the Pinkie Pie of Monster High. Plus, they make like a dozen different versions of her every time they come out with a new doll line. She's the one they keep remaking. So she is essentially the Pinkie Pie of Monster High. Oh, I've got Claudine. Uh, that means I need to buy at least four more to try and get Draculaura, Cleo Denial, and Laguna to try and finish off this set, because at least this set will be easy to finish. And because I just could not help myself, also have... Sanrio versions of these squishies. Mm-hmm. And I think I might might have found a Hello Kitty. I found a Hello Kitty and it was the very first one I opened. <laughs> cool. Yay! I got Hello Kitty! Hello Kitty's always fun. Hello Kitty is is so perfect. Oh, I've got two Hello Kitties. I actually did this right. Because I was actually standing there in the middle of Walmart at like 10 o'clock at 10, like 10, like 11 o'clock at night, looking mm-hmm. in the top of these things to see what was in there. Right. Because I really wanted Hello Kitties. Right. And I've got three Hello Kitties. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> so I got all three. I, I, I wanted all Hello Kitties, and I got all three Hello Kitties. Well, good. So, but now on to some pony news that I kept from our listeners last week. Now, the reason why I kept this this pony news a secret was because I had to find out if I could keep it before I could say anything. Oh. And I asked, I first I asked my mother as I pulled it out of the car and I said, it followed me home. Can I keep it? <laughs> and then she just kind of looked at you and go, oh, fine. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. And then she goes, now go ask your uncle. <laughs> and so I went into my uncle's house. And I'm holding it up, and I'm holding it up, and I said, 
Can I keep it? It followed me home. <laughs> Which your uncle probably plug in. Can you look to any look at, at the item that I'm holding? And yes, I am still keeping that a secret for right this second. And he looks up at me and goes, And how old are you? <laughs> Irrelevant. Can I, I keep it? it. <laughs> that's, that's, that was exactly it. It's like, it's irrelevant. It says right here, made for adults. <laughs> so, for those of you who are currently probably very confused as to what I'm talking about, let's Sunday, when I was at Walmart, I happened to walk past a section where they were selling floats, uh, float islands, and these are like floats that would typically be made for children, mm-hmm. but they were made for an adult. And when I say they were typically, it would typically be made for children, it's because of the types of characters they were. And ah. one of them was a Pegasus. And it was the last one on the shelf, so of course, you know, it jumped into my cart. I don't know how it got there. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it jumped in all by itself and it followed me home. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to say anything last week because I didn't want to say I got it and then have to say I had to take it back because nobody would let me keep it. Mm-hmm. But now I, I have a dilemma. Her hair oh. color reminds me of Rainbow Dash. Right. Well, actually, her her tail, her wings, her wing color, and her mane a little bit. Her mane kind of reminds me of Spike in the way it's shaped, but we're keeping that one out of the mix. But she has these star marks on her wings that remind me of Twilight Sparkle. So... I was sitting there thinking, either name you Twilight Dash or Rainbow Rainbow Sparkle. And I think when I told you about this, you came up with the same two names. (laughs) Well, Well, yeah, because if she's a combination of the both, you know, just put the two names together. Yeah, so here is my quest to our listeners, and we're going to be going back out to my uncle's house probably within the next two weeks, so I think we're going to keep this open for about two weeks, and my mother actually came up with another good idea to go along with this. Um, We're going to do a poll, and... I'm going to post a picture of her after the show on our Facebook page, and I'm going to create a poll 
with both names on it. And you can only have one vote because I have an entire box full of um, Wave 14, I think it was, that we finished last week, wasn't it? I believe so, yes. A bunch of Wave 14 ponies that are un unopened. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking um, poll, keep the poll open for two weeks. And even the pony, the pony doesn't mind somebody else picking her name. She's just glad we both came up with the names, names together. She's happy with either one of them. Mm-hmm. But the winning name, basically what we're going to do is we're going to do an anonymous poll. So if you vote, you message My Little Pony Talk and tell us what which one you picked. This way it can be listed on the on the Facebook page as to which name who's that's winning. Now, don't go by which name is winning because, you know, that's going to be cheating. Just go with what you think she should be named because I really like both names. Yeah, because they, they both work just as well. Yes. And, you know... My her my, my my mother's idea was whichever name wins, the people who voted for that name, depending upon how many votes we get, will get one 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 or two blind bags. Now be a good way to give away your extra wave fourteen blind bags. Exactly. I can share my bounty because trust me, I have a good enough volume of it. So the contest will actually probably start later on tonight. I'm actually going to put the, post this up actually on my Facebook page as well as on the um, the show's Facebook page that we're going to be starting this tonight. And we are going to do this. Let's see. We're, my mother said we're going to be going back out to my uncle's in two weeks. Uh, so let's say. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, you said two weeks, so that's going to be the weekend of the 28th, right? Okay. Okay. So the next time she'll be blown up will be the weekend of the, probably the 28th. So it, we will give until July 24th. And I will actually close the polls at 6 p.m. 
central standard time so that we can get a good count. And we will announce her name on the 24th. Awesome. Well, if we start today, that should be a couple weeks for everybody to go ahead and get onto the Facebook page and vote. So hopefully that will be enough time for all our listeners to go ahead and vote and get their messages so that they can get a chance to win some free blind bags. Yep. So I'm hoping I'm going to get the everything posted up tonight. Um, i got a, some pictures on my phone. Sorry, I'm also talking with a friend I very rarely talk to. You know, it's, it's like really very funny that, you know, half of my friends, they always know that, you know, even if I'm not talking to them, mm-hmm. it's like they never have a problem with it because they know that it's probably because I'm busy. Yeah, I assume when you're not talking, you're just really focused on something. Yeah. That's basically what happens with me because, like, I'll have to, like, it's almost like you have to stop all other brain functions to just be able to do, like, one thing because you really have to focus on that one thing. Oh, yeah. That's that's how it is for me anyway. Yeah, and I've actually got um, one set of friends that I've actually had for years, and they're, they're so used it that they used to actually do like every quarter I would like email like I have this one couple um, that it's like every quarter I would email them and it would be like the quarterly report (laughs) how I'm doing Uh (laughs) it's like yeah I'm still alive I'm still still above ground Oh, that's okay. I, I have to do that occasionally with, with friends and family. Yeah. And I'm like, not as busy. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know, the great thing is they don't mind. I mean, there have been some times where I've gone like a year without saying anything, and it's like all of a sudden it's like I'll, I'll say something, and they're like, oh, my God, a ground. Oh, my God, Amy just woke up. <laughs> It's like, ha, 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 I love you, too. <laughs> but I have uh, one set of friends that I really, actually, I really do need to actually email them and let them know what's been going on because, like, there's been so much that's gone on. And they had sold their house and they moved into a condo, but and their condo is, like, four, uh, four flights of stairs. Uh-huh. And I really oh. want to visit them, but it's like the four flights of stairs is what's been kind of 
keeping me from attempting to see them. Yeah, stairs are kind of a thing for you now. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I'm lazy. It's just that I know that once I probably get up one set, my knee is going to be going, what are you doing? I get up, and once I get up the second set, my knee is going to be going, oh, heck, no, you ain't. (laughs) Exactly. And it's going to take me about two hours just to get up to the ha- up to up to their um, condo. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those you'll kind of have to go. I'll see you when you get an elevator. Yeah, that's going to be basically about it. If if your building ever gets an elevator, I'll see you then. <laughs> Until then, um, yeah. <laughs> But I do need to actually email them and let them know what I've been up to because I've been up to quite a bit. I'm so glad that I actually got three Hello Kitties because that means I can keep one Hello Kitty in the container and I can keep one Hello Kitty at both of my desks. There you go. So my both workstations can, can have a Hello Kitty. Oh, that is why I would not mind having an extra an extra couple of Draculauras. You can put some at each workstation. Yes. Are we ready to do the blind bag pony of the week? Sure. Okay, let's go ahead and do the blind bag pony of the week. It's a Halloween one. Oh, cool. I believe this one is wave 18. Let me get logged in here. Because MLP Merch is like the only site that I have to... um, Logins for mm-hmm. only one that I don't ever actually have it remember me. Gotcha. Because so. you've got the show account and your personal, right? Y- yep, that's it. that's it exactly. Okay, so by wave, so let's head all the way down. And I think I need to go through my wave 13s and see, 15s and 15s and see what I have of those. Hmm. So this one is a wave 18. 
Ooh, I already I already know who I hope I have in here. Nope, I can't feel around to figure it out. Oh well. I'm just gonna have to open her up and hope for the best. Blind bag pony of the week is Move your hook. It's Ribbon Wishes. Ooh. Cool. And since this is one of the Halloween ones, you know this is one of the ones I do not have. Let me go ahead and update the Blind Bag Pony of the Week. And that was from Wave 18. That is the one where Twilight Sparkle is with the Cake family, the, um, the Cake family parents, Mr. and uh-huh. Mrs. Kate. We got a pretty bird there. Yeah, that was pretty bird. And as for the squishy of the week. Should I just shake the bag, stick my hand in and sure. just grab, or should I, or do we want to just say square this week, round next week? No, let's do it really random and go ahead and shake the bag. Okay. All right, Boyle. Now, mind you, I've only got eight of these, so it's going to be basically stick my hand in, pull it, pull it, grab it, and pull it out. So I got a stackable. And I literally just stuck, shoved my hand in there and just yanked it right out. Come on, G1 Pony Bird, I let you out. Okay. Uh, I think it's under other figures. Yes, tech for kids. Okay, let's see. Who did we get? I got another clear flutter shy. Oh goodness. Where she is haunting my dreams. <laughs> All the clear flutter shies. 
have something that's a little bit relative to our topic of the evening. There is going to be a bit of a spoiler to anyone who has not seen the movie yet, but I just have to. I just have to because it's so fresh and it is so funny and it was so cute and it was so endearing. Uh-huh. I actually went and saw over the weekend. I actually went to see the new um, Transformers movie, and oh. I I really I really wanted to see it. And I wanted to see see it in 3D. And last week they had it in 3D at 8:30 uh, at night, but. Now the movie theater has knocked it down to being at only at three forty five in the afternoon. Uh-huh. And it was already like six o'clock, so I'd I had already missed the showing. Right. And I really didn't want to go to that one because I knew that one would be more full of kids. Yeah. So I ended up going to the regular version at about 10.15, which I'm starting to see that that's a better time to see movies because there's not not as many people at the show, and also the, sh- the movie's been out for a few mo- for a few weeks already. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, fans have already got- have already seen it. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies that, like, after the first few weeks, everybody that was, like, really excited to go see it has already seen it. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, the big draw to the movie was everybody thought Optimus Prime had turned evil. Yeah. Because, he, uh, because of the um, change in eye color. And... Mm-hmm. Actually, if you actually look at his eyes, because everyone said he turned evil because, you know, Khan's eye color was purple, and it's like, no, wait, Decepticon's eyes are red. Yeah. Not not purple. So he wasn't, he didn't turn evil, he was just brainwashed. Uh, yeah, I, I figured that. And he was actually brainwashed by a creature who was claiming to be the cre- their, his creator. Mm-hmm. Because he had gone back to Cybertron and he had found this 
woman-like creature, which kind of did give you the sense of being, you know, the almighty, powerful creature that could could have been the person that created the um, yeah. Transformer race to begin with. But she got it into his mind that Earth was actually a planet that was actually their enemy. Uh Uh-huh. So she actually brainwashed him, and that's when his eyes went from blue to purple. Ah. Which was the same colored eyes that she had. But the beginning of the movie showed that Transformers had actually been each move each movie series has shown the Transformers having been on Earth for longer and longer periods of time than what people had believed them to be. Right. And this one, it actually showed a Transformer actually helping out, Transformers actually helping out mankind during the Crusades. Uh-huh. With um, Lancelot and the Round Table. You mean King Arthur? And yeah, King Arthur and the Round Table, yeah. And okay. and with Merlin. That's kind of funny because there was actually a G1 Transformers cartoon episode pretty much based off of that. Yeah, I think that's kind of where they, they pulled this one from, was from that idea. Mm-hmm. Because... It just kind of made a little bit of sense because if you think about it, you know, if they've been on Earth for all this time, you know, popped up once in a while to help, you know, save humanity. Right. Because, I mean... Basically, they have to kind of coexist on the same planet, so it kind of just makes sense that they help out every once in a while. And Merlin was actually entrusted with a staff that actually belonged to this creature on Cybertron who was claiming to be the, the creator And it mm-hmm. was passed. It was actually buried with him, and the round table was actually part of the ship that the Transformers had came in. Mm-hmm. So they did a really great thing with the backstory about it. That sounds kind of interesting. So they really did a, a lot with that backstory. But there were a few parts in it that are, I'm not going to go into the entire entire story, but there were a few parts that were. I'm, I'm, 
probably not going to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could take the entire hour to describe the entire movie, so I'm just going to uh, do the, the cute. If you want to. Dear, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do some of the more cute and the cute, hilarious, and endearing parts. Um, one of the cute parts was um, in the last in the last movie they showed um, dinosaur transformers. Yeah, I remember they had Grimlock and they had Dinobots and stuff. Yeah, and I think the Dinobots are the only Transformers that can breed. Yeah, that might because, be. Because um, Mark Wahlberg's character comes back home to his house, and basically he opens up his trailer door, and there's like a ton of little like baby dinosaur bots flying around inside and crawling around inside and they're all dinosaur related. Um, okay, baby dinobots are that that's cute. That that is adorable, especially when one breathes fire and sets the curtains on fire and he's like, Oh, look at that, look at what you did, look at look at that, you you finally you finally got it, you're finally breathing fire. Oh look at that. Oh, you're 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 growing into your power zone, man. But you know what? You can only do that outside. You know. Meanwhile, this this little girl that's with him is going. Um, hello, your your house is on fire. <laughs> where where whereas Mark Wahlberg is just going. Oh, I, I I'm so glad you're you're growing into your powers. And he goes, it's over there. Oh yes, but you're gonna have to do that outside now. Now you know no, you're gonna have to do that outside. You can't do that in the house. You can, you've got to do that outside. Like he's talking to a puppy. <laughs> well, you know, you, you figure they're essentially their baby, and you can't really be too mad at a little kid if they're accidentally destroying something because they're not doing it on purpose. So he was probably just trying to be nice to the baby dinosaur robot. Well, he was he was excited that, you know, he was getting into his powers, but he was kind of like, but you can only do that outside from now on. Meanwhile, his house yeah. is on fire. It's like, <laughs> dude, seriously, your house is on fire. Shouldn't you put that out before you praise the dinosaur? Yeah, probably. <laughs> You know that that was one that was one of the funny parts, and um, I forget I forgot which 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 one which one of the robots brought it, but they he brought back a um, a sound bo- a box for um, Bumblebee. Yeah, because you know ever ever since the very first movie the only way he's ever been able to talk has been you know using things from the radio yeah so they were all excited him and him and the kid which who was also able to repair robots and you know bumblebee he bumblebee's all excited he's like 
hopping up and down, jumps up onto up onto the uh, um, table to get get fixed. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like a little a little gun shy because you know the, the kid is going to be the one working on him. Right. And she's like, "Would you stop moving around?" And he's and Mark Wahlberg's looking at her, going, "Look." To him, this is like going to the dentist. Yeah, true. You know, it's kind of like, you know, give him a break here. Come on. This is like going to the dentist's office. Do you like going to the dentist's office? No. Well, then shut up. And then it was then 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 it was even more hilarious because they get the thing in and he goes, Okay, B, start talking, let's go. Mhm. And he talks. Oh yay, he finally got his voice back. Um, not quite. Oh? He sounded like a girl. Well, okay. (laughs) Well, he got a voice back. (laughs) And he's like, this is not my voice. And, you know, he's doing his normal temper tantrum bit that he always does when something doesn't go right. Mm-hmm. And he's just throwing a fit. And, he's, and even Mark Wahlberg's character is like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew he was going to do something stupid and screw this up. B, don't worry, we're going to fix this, we'll figure this out, we'll, we'll get your voice right. Meanwhile, he's just like livid and just... It was hilarious to just see him all pissed off. Oh. And and Poor talking thing. and sounding sounding like a girl. I mean, he sounded like my navigation he sounds sounded like my navigate my the, the voice on my navigation system. Oh. oh. Which made it even funnier, especially when I went home from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hi, B. Yeah, that's what, that's what I did. I said, hi, B. <laughs> so um, those were that. Those were that. Those were kind of a few, couple of the, the funnier parts. Um, the endearing part. Is everybody? Everybody thought that um, Optimus Prime was going to kill Bumblebee in the movie, right? Because there was the one preview where that's he was fighting Bumblebee, uh-huh. and this was after he had received, re- retrieved the staff, and oh, there's there's another funny funny part too there was um 
this medallion, Mark Mark Wahlberg had gotten this medallion thing mm-hmm. that had attached itself to his arm. Right. Which, um, as you know, Anthony Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins was also in this movie, mm-hmm. and he was actually a part of an organization that had been basically keeping the secrets of the Transformers for as long as they'd been on Earth. Mm-hmm. So they were a trusted, he was part of a trusted society. Um, two characters have been brought back from the original series, one from the first three movies, one from the third movie. Mm-hmm. And the one from all three movies was the, oh, God, S7 guy, uh-huh. Section 7. He was brought back in, but he had a very small role. Uh-huh. And then the little robot from the second movie that switched sides and started to hump Michaela's leg. Oh, yeah. That thing. So, and they both had really, really small, small roles. I think they kind of just did that to kind of, because I think everybody was upset because the last movie kind of, you know, what happened to the M the M seven guy? What happened to Witwicky, and all of that? And this movie actually kind of remedied that. Oh, that's good that they at least tied up some loose. Yeah, by actually showing what happened to them, um, Cuba, Cuba, believe it or not, was actually Fidel Castro actually was giving um, Autobots um, asylum. Huh? That's kind of I know, odd. Yeah, I know, ain't it? He he won't let Americans on 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 his land, but you know he'll let Autobots on there. Go figure. <laughs> I'm sure it was from, there was some sort of ulterior motive behind that, but eh, okay. I know that that one was that was that was kind of like whoa, dude, seriously. And then um. Mark Wahlberg's character had the little annoying robot. Mm hmm. But they did show a picture of, um, oh God, what was his name? I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest, I saw the first two Transformers. And decided that they just really my thing. Wait, Ricky. For a lot of the action scenes and stuff. Okay, Sam. Sam. Um, they actually had the the Anthony Hopkins actually had a picture of Sam with Ricky's 
picture from his um from his um eBay account. Okay. The one where where he had the big white eyes. Oh, okay. So yeah, they he had um a picture of him because of course, you know, his family was actually part of this organization as well. Right. Because of the fact that, you know, his great grandfather had found um, Megatron. Mm-hmm. And uh, and actually, the um, organization was actually called a last. Wiccan order, with Wiccan order. Okay. And it was because her, the Merlin family tree, and with Wick the witchery, kind of merged. Uh, all right. So, um, it's kind of saying that they're kind of saying that Sam Witwicky has been killed. Uh huh. But they're not saying for sure. So they're kind of saying. It, it kind of sounds like they're going, yeah, we're probably not going to get Shia LaBeouf back to do these movies, but we're going to leave it really vague just in case we do get him back. Yeah. So but evidently he was also um, a descendant of Merlin. Uh-huh. And this one woman is supposed to be the last surviving of this line, so it kind of it kind of maybe brings about the that that you know she that Sam Witwicky may be dead, but it may also be that you know he's in hiding. Gotcha. I mean, it would not be surprising to to see that he is in hiding, have him pop out and the next movie because they literally left it wide open for another movie. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, they they left it wide open Mm -hmm. because they did not even kill off the bad guy completely. Yeah, well, I mean, if it if if it did well at the box office, you might as well leave the storyline open for there to be another chapter to give another movie. 
Yeah, and hopefully they do do another movie because I I would hate for them to, you know, kind of leave, leave it like they did the Divergent series because they kind of just cut it off. Yeah. And the same thing with um, Vampire Academy. They kind of left it open for another movie, but then didn't. Which mm. really stinks. But um, back to the endearing part. Um, Optimus and Bumblebee are fighting, and you know, Mark Wahlberg's character is trying to get Optimus who is actually calling himself Optimus Prime. Oh, God, what did he call himself? Optimus Prime. In Transformers 5. Because he actually was calling himself... Probably Nemesis Prime. No. Well, because they've used that as the evil version of Optimus Prime in a couple of other instances. Like, um, I think that came up once or twice in one of the comic lines. And I'm trying to remember... If it was in one of the animated series, Nemesis. Ne- series I was familiar with. Optimum Prime Nemesis. Yeah. So it actually it actually gives actually a little bit of a nod to I'm probably reaching out here. But if you think about it, it kind of gives a little bit of a nod to the Sailor Moon because one of her called Nemesis. Um, it could be that, but I think it's more likely that it's a reference to the times in like the comics or in some of the animated series where. They had an evil version of Optimus Prime, and they just called him Nemesis Prime. Now I remember which animated version of the show they had it in. They had it in Transformers Prime. There um, There was an evil organization that called Mech, which, like, wanted to basically dismantle the Autobots and use them as their own weapons. Oh, yeah. And they, like, they built a copy of Optimus that they called Nemesis. Bird? Yeah, he called Sorry, Tony Bird's mumbling over me. (laughs) I thought Bird. I mean, he's, you know, Mark Wahlberg's character's trying to talk to him. And I love the, the the name of the 
of the creator. Her name is Quintessa. 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 Does she kind of look like a squid or an octopus or something? She looks like a, a, like a humanoid octopus, yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. So they based her off the Quintessons from the Chi-1 cartoon. They had the Quintessons who claimed they were the creators of the Cybertronians, but they're kind of not. They just basically came to Cybertron and took over and said, yeah, we made all this as far as you know. And then they ended up enslaving the entire... (laughs) Yeah, because actually she was telling... Optimus Prime that her 12 knights had all deserted her and took her staff when in fact they had taken her staff and not only were the 12 knights of the round table human but they were also 12 knights that were transformers as well yeah so basically she was lying she, yeah, they called her the deceiver. Yeah, because pretty much all Quintessons lie. <laughs> yes. And she had, was telling him, you know, the Earth had to die. The Earth was actually a planet called Unicron, which was their enemy planet. So, and these things actually did grow out of the Earth that actually It's all, the big question is what's going to happen because these things came out of the earth Mm -hmm. as um, Cybertron was getting closer. And I don't know if it was to protect the planet or actually go with the planet or what because they did not fully explain it because during the post credits is when they kind of suggested that, you know, Quintessa is not quite done yet. Uh-huh. But um back to the, the, the endearing part. Um Optimus is about to do the killing blow to Bumblebee. Mm -hmm. And Bumblebee speaks. Right. And you can just see it in Optimus Prime's face, his shock and his awe and his, his, his elation as his eyes turn from purple 
to blue. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Bumblebee, I have not heard your voice since we were on um, Cybertron. Cybertron, yeah. So that that was the that was the endearing part because it was Bumblebee's voice that knocked him out of his trance from Quintessa. So it was kind of like you know the 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 old thing of a memory just making things all right again. So it was, it was really sweet, and it was like everyone in the movie theater was like, "Yeah!" and clapping because finally he got his own voice back. That's good. So. But yeah, those were some of the funny parts, and and the, the one endearing part, as I said, you know, he finally got his his voice back. And the sad part is, Sam Witwicky may never hear his B's actual voice ever, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. Well, I mean, there is still the chance that since they left it so open-ended, there is still the chance that, you know, he might come back for another movie. Yeah. But Anthony Hopkins definitely will not because they did kill him off in this movie. Uh, Oh, well. And I found something out. I did not know that one of the Transformers was actually voiced by um, by um, by John Goodman. Really? Yes. What did John Goodman play? Uh, voice actors for Transformers. He played Hound. Really? Yes. Interesting choice. <laughs> because it was like Uh-oh, I was okay. like listening I was listening to his voice and it was like that kind of sounds like John Goodman. And I actually had to actually look it up to actually find it, find out that whether or not they did have him play the voice. But yeah, he did, he he voiced he voiced Hound. Huh. 
Okay. So yeah, it was, it was hilarious. But yeah, they 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 did kill off Anthony Hopkins. But I think a lot of a lot of these movies where they're casting a lot of these older older actors, they're killing them off in these movie series because I mean, especially after the death of. Carrie, um, Fisher. who played Carrie Fisher, who played um, Princess Leia, Princess Leia, whoever you want to call her, um, yeah. <laughs> with with her death, I think they're they're kind of thinking that you know there there may be a chance that when it comes to the time when it's going to be to take and say, well, camera, the actor is no longer going to be alive. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the reasons why they killed off Han Solo and then Carrie Fisher goes and dies. And it's like, uh, I think you guys killed the wrong character. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, Harrison Ford had said that he just doesn't want to play Han Solo anymore. And he's even getting tired of doing some of the Indiana Jones movies. Where he's just like, uh, in the next Indiana Jones, I want to do Indy Stays Home and Reads a Book. (laughs) (laughs) He, He just seems like he's like, okay, I'm sort of done doing the action hero thing now. I just want to you know, retire and just be done. Which, yeah, I, I, I can understand. Yeah, I can I can understand that too. But my trip to the movie theater actually brings us to the topic of the evening. Believe it or not. Yes, it does kind of, sort of, in a roundabout way, tie into what we're talking about. Yes, and it is, of course, the episode um, Mirror Magic, which revolves around, and I didn't even know, half of this stuff I didn't even know because they didn't show previews for, for the next week's episode and if I would have just watched the friendship games after watching last last week's the week before's episode I would have known what was gonna happen. So I was completely taken by surprise. Mm-hmm. It had um the director of the Daring Do series, his niece was working in a movie theater. Yeah, uh, what was her name? Juniper Montage. Juniper Montage. And it finally brought together all the two previous episodes, which at the time kind of did not seem to have much do with each other until this one. So at least they actually 
gave a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Because she, of course, of course, uh, completely upset with the core eight. We can't call them core seven because they're not core seven. They're eight. There's eight of them. Right. Uh, she's in the mall and she's walking around and the music video from the very first episode came on, on a monitor and she was like, oh. And then she's walking to the movie theater and that she's working at that her uncle got her a job at. Mm-hmm. And... See, I told you there was something even lower than gopher <laughs> in the movie industry. Yeah, you were working the popcorn stand. Yep. And she runs into the advertisement for the premiere of the Daring Do movie. Right. So... Finally, at least this movie brings together all three, all both both of the other two together. But we'll talk more about that next week when we actually dissect all all three of them and put them all together. But in this one, she's at a she goes to a stand in the mall and she's looking at sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a dash of magic from out of nowhere hits this this mirror, and suddenly she sees herself as what she wants to see herself as. Right. It's- gives her a vision of her being the popular actress that everybody loves. Yeah. And everyone adores and she's she's liking what she's seeing. And she buys them she buys the glasses and buys the mirror. And she's walking towards the movie theater. And what was the first thing that happened? The first thing that happened was she got to the movie theater and her boss tells her, she tells her to go clean up some a popcorn spill. Yeah, and she goes, "I, I, I wish, I wish this popcorn would just go away." And the mirror just kind of just, like, makes all the popcorn go away. Yeah, like, as soon as she says, I wish, and then points the mirror at something, it makes it happen. Yeah. So she's going throughout her day, and eventually she ends up meeting up with the core the court um, six because mm-hmm. Sunset Shimmer wasn't with them. But she did see, she did see, she did see, she did 
or am I getting ahead of myself here? Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, Sunset Shimmer was actually writing in her journal to Twilight and realized that she had gotten to the end of the journal. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the problem with a magical journal made out of regular paper that's used for instant messaging between worlds. Once you run out of pages, you have to go to the other world and get another magical journal. Yeah, and and she actually did. She actually, you know, she got actually a message back from Twilight going, "I have an, another book for you. Come come by and pick it up." So she tells everybody else, "I'll see you guys at the movie premiere." And she goes back, and she doesn't run into Twilight, but instead she runs into Sun Sun Starlight. Star, she runs into Starlight, Starlight Glimmer, and Starlight Glimmer is like, can I go back with you? <laughs> yeah, because Twilight and the rest of the main six had kind of got called off on some important friendship thing or something, and yeah. Starlight gets left at the castle by herself again. Um, and I think I had pointed this out before in some of the previous episodes that Starlight kind of gets left out a lot. And that's sort of a bummer seeing as we really thought that this season was going to be more about her. I actually really thought last season was going to be more about her. Yeah, and then it really wasn't. You know, she had an episode see and hasn't really been seen since. Yeah. So at least she got some screen time in this. Oh yeah, she got some major screen time because um Sunset Shimmer is like, I don't know if Twilight would say yes to this. <laughs> and Starlight Shimmer is like, but but there can't be another one of me over there. You haven't seen one like me, have you? And she's like, well, no, but please. Well, I, I actually like Starlight's response where she's like, well, Twilight's not here to say no. <laughs> yeah, that, that that part was really funny. And Sunset Shimmer's kind of like, yeah, you're kind of right. She goes, okay, let's go. So she brings her over, and it's hilarious because everything that Twilight did the very first time she came to Canterlot High, Starlight Glimmer did. (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it was the same awkward trying to walk on two feet, and I like that, like, as soon as... Well, as soon as they had, um, uh, Sunset Shimmer go back to the pony world, she was, like, awkwardly stumbling around to be a pony again. Yeah, that too. They actually had her stumbling around. She's she's trying to walk on two feet, and then she's looking at 
starlight glimmer, and she's like, oh, and, you know, gets on all fours. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to now. Yeah, so that was actually quite fun to see that they did that because, I mean, that to me was a great nod to the first movie. The first movie and how, you know, Twilight had to act trying to walk on two feet. And now you have Sunset Shimmer, which it was really funny because the first time that Sunset Shimmer came back to Equestria, she actually had no problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. She was running through the castle. Yeah. I didn't seem that issue getting back from being a pony. Yeah, she had absolutely no issues. Yeah, she definitely had no issues that time, but this time, I mean, she's, like, trying to walk around on two feet, and she's stumbling around, and she looks back at Starlight Glimmer, who's giving her this weird look, and then she just popped on all fours, kind of like, oops, sorry. Like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do all four feet this time. Yeah. So, she gets the item from... She gets the, the the item, which was, of course, a brand new um, a brand new book. Okay. So she's got a brand new magical journal that she can use to communicate, and I kind of like that they put the new symbol on it that was like a combination between a uh, twilight symbol and. Sunset Shimmer symbol. Yeah, I thought that was really neat too because I think if you actually look at the original book that she had, it was the same there as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of was like a combination of Sunset Shimmers symbol and um I'm have to upload it to that. Sunset Shimmers and um Princess um Celestia. Oh God. Yeah, Celestia. It was kind of kind of a combination of their symbols. So it was nice that you know 
they kind of made this unique to the two of them because that means that book is only for just the two of them. Yeah, so that they can communicate back and forth. Yeah. But yeah, that one that was a that was a a great thing to see. Hold on a second, Tommy Bird. What are you doing? Are you trying to bury yourself in the couch? Sorry, I just look over and Squeaker's crawling around on the couch, and he's like got his head tucked behind two pillows. What are you doing? Okay. At least you're entertained. Sorry. It's okay. Birdie children. So, but, um... They had Starlight Glimmer. Um, I I like the human form that they gave her. I thought that was neat. Oh yeah, that that was actually really a cute outfit that she had on when she went to the human world. Where she's got kind of the ripped jean look and kind of like she's got that rebellious nature, even as a human. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually actually that actually is what kind of what she looks like there. Yeah, she really does have the sort of rebellious teenager look. Which is actually pretty cool. It works I mean it works well for her character seeing as You know, she's supposed to be the reformed villain, but she's still a little rebellious sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, because she leaves to go to a parallel world just because Twilight's not there to tell her no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can leave because my teacher's not here to say that I can't. I mean, I can't really argue with that logic. Neither can I. <laughs> I I wouldn't I would not argue with that logic either. I mean, Starlight definitely strikes me as the kind of better to beg forgiveness than ask permission kind of person. Which I guess I kind of like about her because it makes her a little bit more assertive than the rest of the cast. Yeah. But so they they end up going back to the Equestria Girls world together. And meanwhile, the rest of the cast is 
supposed to be at the movie premiere. Yeah, they're heading over to the movie premiere. And actually, we, we should actually finish up with um, her first. It was hilarious because she actually was stumbling around just like Twilight Sparkle did when she mm-hmm. first showed up at Canterlot High. And she even walked on all four, and she actually actually tried running on all fours mm-hmm. just the same exact way, <laughs> which was well, really, I mean, really we, cute. That. It is it's kind of funny when you think about it because ponies walk on all fours, but they do use their front hooves as hands occasionally, but they still walk yeah. on them. Yeah. So it's like their front legs are legs, but they're also arms, depending on what they need them for. Kind of weird. Yeah, that is really weird. (laughs) And I don't know how they do all the things they do without thumbs. I mean, I know unicorns can just use magic to levitate things, but, like, earth ponies can just pick things up off the ground, and they don't have fingers. I don't know. Pony magic is weird. (laughs) Yeah, it is definitely, definitely extremely weird. (laughs) Because normal horses in our world, they just pick things up with their mouth. Yeah. You know, because that's all they have. Oh, no. But so they have her kind of stumbling around, and she seems to pick up how to walk on two legs a little faster than Twilight did. Uh-huh. Well, she kind of had a little bit of help because she had, you know, Sunset Shimmer there to kind of help help her learn how to walk. So, yeah. I suppose that would make it a little faster. Yeah, just a little little bit faster. Uh, while Sunset was getting Starlight, you had the um, other members of the main cast. They were going to the movie premiere, and they run into Juniper Montage. And she basically does this, you, you're the reason I'm not in this movie and famous and everything. It's all your fault, even though it's totally my fault because I'm the one that messed up and did bad things. But it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah, that that she definitely did. Because she really 
does blame them for what happened to her. Yeah, because they ratted her out, but it's kind of more her own fault. But details, details, I guess. And they were trying to talk to her and trying to talk her down. She still has this mirror that we can assume is some sort of weird magic mirror that somehow it either traps some magical energy from Equestria or it is a thing that was in Equestria at one time and got through the portal you know, maybe maybe it came through with the sirens. Um, actually, it might have uh, been because of that crack that's actually in the in the portal. Oh, that's right. They showed that there was a crack in the um, the base of the, the the statue base where the portal is. Actually, it was actually where the um the the pony used to stand. Oh, the big horse statue, right? Yeah, that was destroyed in the second movie. Oh, that's right. And Twilight, or not Twilight? Oh, darn it! The problem with Starlight and Sunset and Twilight is that they all have similar sounding names and like you have to stop yourself and go um which one is it again? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sunset was was kind of concerned that there might be Equestria Magic coming back and she wasn't really sure how to deal with it even though they had run into it at Camp Everfree and kind of sort of managed to control it. Not incredibly well, but, you know, they did what they could. So this was apparently the magic that she was worried about popping up again. Yeah. But um Jennifer has the mirror and she's talking about how the um the rest of the main cast how basically they had ruined her chance at being an actress and she was so upset and then she has the mirror on her and she says, I wish you'd all just go away and they all get sucked into the mirror. And they end up yeah, in this really weird mirror realm, I guess. Yeah, and it's quite funny because they they all figure, you know, great, we, we at least have sunset shimmer on the outside to help us. And I think it was like, what? Like three seconds after they said it, she like all of a sudden pops into the mirror what realm. Yeah. She got sucked in there too. Was, and and then it was like 
Well, there went that idea. Yeah. <laughs> because and I think Juniper runs in her in the mall. Yeah, and points it at her and, you know, yells the same thing at her. And Starlight Glimmer somehow was hidden away when this happened, and she saw what happened. So she instantaneously knows that that mirror has some kind of equestrian magic in it. Well, yeah, I I would think that, like, that she's got at least some, I mean, she clearly knows a little bit about magic um, with a lot of the abilities that she has. She may not have had as much formal training as Daylight Twilight, but she could still pretty much identify something that looks like it might, you know, be related to equestrian magic. Yeah. And the funny thing about the mirror, well, I guess not really the funny thing, but one of the things about the mirror is that Juniper keeps looking at it and she keeps seeing all these things that she wants to see, all this stuff that she wants, the fame and fortune and people adoring her. And it's starting to slowly change her and it's kind of making her a little crazy. Like Yeah, and it actually Yeah. And eventually it actually makes it come look makes it look like it comes true because she actually becomes the person she is seeing in the mirror. Yeah. So that's when Starlight Glimmer actually jumps in see that something's not really right. Sorry, I have the um the post for the um Ah, okay. So she tries to get the um the thing from her and they're fighting over it and the mirror it's starting to break. Yeah, you can see like a lot of cracks and stuff starting to form. Which kind and, of sucks if you're in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, because it's starting to break on the inside. Finally does get get the mirror away from her. And I forget, what did, did she say something in order to get everybody out? I can't remember. Hold on. That, like, 
they did have to say something to get them all out. Uh, oh, I watched this a few weeks ago. I should remember. Yeah, I just watched it on Saturday, and I should remember. And actually, I actually have it on DVD. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Let me see what episode this or this animated DVD is at, and I can fast forward to the part in the episode. Okay, yep, it is the right one. Okay, let's see. Play? Play. Yes, forward through two hours. Mirror magic. Here we go. Okay. Okay, so she's arguing with, she gets the mirror back from Juniper, and she's arguing with her, and she says, maybe you need a friend, and Juniper's like, who would want to be my friend? And Starlight Glimmer is like, I'd be your friend. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was actually kind of... And she she makes her she she gives her back the mirror and she she says I wish I can make up for my mistakes and everything turns back to normal everyone's relieved oh, right oh excuse me and you know so. so Starlight Glimmer's like so much for laying low, and then Princess Twilight. She goes, I think Princess Twilight would. Yeah, Twilight would probably understand. And the funniest thing was, you know, I hope you guys can forgive me because I don't think you guys can quite understand what I've done, and like. Each one of them tells Selfer what they've all done. 
person. Yeah. <laughs> and Seth Shivers like, well, you know, I went on an uh, I went on an evil rampage and enslaved an entire school just to get a crowd. Yeah, Starlight uh, Glimmer is like, like, I made everybody the same and enslaved an entire village. And, like, Twilight Sparkle's like, well, I just wanted, I became an evil villain and just wanted wanted more power. So it was like, kind of like, yeah, we all know what you're, what you're going through. And Pinkie, Bot, Pinkie Pie just goes, man, you're a real forgiving group. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess they kind and of then, are. And then Starlight Clemens like... Are you there? Okay. Oh. They have Starlight stay for a few more days. So I wonder Okay, if there was only supposed to be three of these What about This makes no sense. If they're only supposed to she's only supposed to stay for one day, what's gonna happen? And they only have three episodes. Does that mean that they're gonna ex- do more of these episodes? Maybe. Or they're just doing this as an explanation of this is where Starlight is during the big movie. Maybe. Because all the previews that I've seen for the MLP movie, Starlight's not in any of them. Yeah, that's right. And it does come out on October 3rd. They finally gave the the premiere date. It's October 3rd. They finally did the full-on preview of the movie. And, oh, my God, it is awesome. The animation looks gorgeous in it. It does. And on the same day that they announced the final date for when they're going to actually release the My Little Pony movie, they finally released what they're going to do with season four of Sailor Moon and people are on the fence. Oh, really? Because instead of doing a, se- a season, because every, if you think about it, every other season has had like three episodes to it, or like not, not three episodes, 13 episodes, because mm-hmm. the manga had uh, 13 volumes to each season. Right. Except for uh, the dream arc, which only had, like, either 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. 
instead of doing a whole season, they're actually going to take it and do two theatrical movies. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting as well as a little disappointing because we have to wait longer. Yeah. And then there's going to be the question of how good is the animation going to be? You know, the whole subtitle thing because you know it's going to be in Japanese. Yeah. And how long is it going to take for the U.S. to go ahead and get it? Because normally it had been always everybody got it at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. And normally movie premieres, they do those at different times. Yeah, if it's going to be a theatrical release, you know, the U.S. is probably going to get it, like, a couple weeks later. My hope is that everybody gets it at the same exact time. And then how long are you going to have in in order to go see the movie? Yeah. And how because the problem with a lot of anime movies in the U.S. is that they don't... The problem with anime in the U.S. in general is that it's not the huge draw that it is in Japan. So movie theaters might not have them for a while here because they're not expecting them to bring a lot of money in. Yeah. And how long is it going to be until it's a DVD release? Because, you know, people are going to want to watch the these this one these over and over again. Because mm-hmm. unlike on Netflix, where you can, or even on uh, Crunchyroll, you can't pause it in the theater to read all the subtitles. Yeah. Because then you're turning to the person next to you and going, what did she say? I can't read that fast enough. I'm trying to read the movie. Yeah, I know. I mean, typically you watch it first to see everything that happens, and then you watch the second time to see what they said. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I know that there are some people that watch anime and will refuse to watch anything dubbed. Because watching it subtitled is more authentic. And there are some animes where I do prefer the subs. But then there are other times when it's late at night and you don't want to have to read while you're trying to enjoy a movie or an anime. Not that I have anything against reading. Reading is wonderful. You should do it all the time if you can. You know. Yes. you, You should... Always read books, subtitles in movies, whatever you whatever you care to read. But sometimes you don't want to. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. 
And with a very action-oriented anime like Sailor Moon, it's hard to keep up with both what's going on and what the characters are saying. You know, especially in big fight scenes. Oh, especially And then if you have multiple people talking at once. (laughs) Yeah. And it's going to be a big, it's also a big question as to whether, what, where are they going to cut it off at? Yeah. And how good is the animation going to be? Because now they're actually going to have a theatrical budget. Well, hopefully that means they're not going to have a lot of the issues that they've had with Crystal in the past. Well, it, it 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 also explains why it's a release date of twenty eighteen. Yeah, because they're going to take much longer to have to get it ready for a theatrical release. Yeah, and, and you know how long are we going to have to wait from between part one and part two? Well, hopefully not too long. You know, hopefully they'll put out part one and part two not long after that and hit it to DVD as quick as possible because people who, even if they've seen it in the movie theater, are going to want it on DVD so that they can rewatch it. Right. And hopefully Um, they can get part one and then a year later you'll get part two. Oh, they better not even do that. It's bad enough they're giving, making us wait a whole year. <laughs> but that's usually what they do with with stuff that's got multiple parts. Is that um, they'll release one part and then you'll get the next part a year later because that way, in between the first one coming out and then waiting for the second one, they'll have the DVD, the DVD and Blu-ray. Hold on. Word processor resetting. Okay. They'll have the DVD and Blu-ray release in between the first movie in the theaters and then the second one. And that way they can stretch out the sales of movie-related merchandise between the two movies and make more money. And that's how you market. Well, hopefully they don't take too, too long. I assume they're probably going to do both movies. They'll probably have both in production around the same time. Yeah. But I guess we'll have to see. Okay, so here's the post. Um, Unfortunately, there's no polling way to go ahead and poll. What I did was I am sharing a photo, and it does have a messenger button on it that basically um, this is the whole thing. Here is Pandora Rose 3's new Pegasus float that was announced on 7-10-2017 episode. 
We are asking our listeners to help name her. We have two names for it. We are asking you to vote on the names. Since she has Rainbow Dash's hair coloring, including the wings, and the star shapes, just like Twilight's symbol. So here are the names. Just hit the messenger button with your vote, and the winning name will be announced on 7-24-2017. And the winning name, if you voted for it, you will get an unopened blind bag from the Wave 14 set. Rainbow Sparkle Twilight Dash. Please note, voting for both will disqualify you. So you you can only vote once, okay? And you can't just say both of them <laughs> because, I'm sorry, but it's either one or the other. And yeah. actually, let me see how this actually looks published. All right, there. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Get this thing to post. I don't know if it's my computer that's going wonky or if it's Facebook. Mm, Facebook gets to be a little wonky sometimes. It could be that. Of course, it doesn't. It does not help that I have a I have an an app set up on my laptop that will go ahead and check the grammar of anything I write, and it takes forever to write or type anything. Ooh. Because when it's turned on, it... I mean, it's great, but it just takes forever for anything to, you know, go sometimes. Right. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm I'm wondering if they're kind of using these three... Well, I guess actually we'll wait until next week to kind of dissect this part. Okay. But I I think I have a few a few ideas as to why they did this. Know why they did the um the three little episodes? Yeah, it does seem like it's leading up to something else. 
But I suppose that's a theory we'll go into next week since next week is going to be sort of the um, putting all three of these episodes together and figuring out, like, how they fit. Yeah, even though we did kind of do it today, but, you know, I think there's something that's going to be going on. So, yeah, there is a couple different directions they could be taking things with these episodes. Yeah. Cancel promotion, come on. Yeah, I think Facebook is just acting a little wonky either in it or it is my computer. No, it's Firefox. Oh, well, yeah. I have too many windows open right now. Oh, too many tabs. Yeah, and sometimes when I have too many tabs open, it'll That'll freak out a little bit and start to not really work. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of one of Firefox's problems. Yes. Two. What you doing now? You still trying to get it to post? I'm still trying to get it to post, but I also found um, Wave 18 blind bags on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's Ten of them, so they have, of course, you know, make an offer. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't blank. What's that? Stupid thing, I have to rewrite the whole thing. Oh, darn. That sucks. I hate it when yeah. Facebook does that. Ugh. Let's try this again. <laughs> But, yeah, hopefully I'll have this thing up by the end of 
by the end of tonight before I go insane. <laughs> well, don't do that. Of course, I don't remember exactly what I wrote, so... Well, you can always go back and listen to the recording of the show, say everything that you wrote. was able to find a complete set all 12 volumes of Trinity Blood oh okay and was actually able to get it for a price that I was trying to get it from and I was only going to be getting 10 out of the 12 uh-huh. with shipping I got it for the price that I had originally was trying to negotiate it with the seller of the 10. Right. So with shipping, it was only $35. Oh, that's not bad. <clears throat> and it's all, it's all 12, even though I already have the very first one. Mm-hmm. By the time I went to get the second one, um, the publication studio who created Trinity Blood had actually gone out of business. Yeah, kind of sucks when you're reading a manga and then the publication studio just, the publication company just sort of goes under. Well, it especially when you're right before they finish the manga. Happened yeah. to me twice. Well, the um, manga Nana, for the longest time, they never finished up, finished it because results disqualification. Okay, so here's the new new post. Um, here is Pandora Rose's new Pegasus float, but we need your your help in naming her. We want our listeners to vote on her na- on her name as she has Rainbow Dash's colors through her main tail and wings, 
and Twilight Sparkle star symbols. So here are the names. Twilight Dash, Rainbow Sparkle. Vote by clicking the messenger button and saying the name you like. Please only only one vote per person. The winning name will be announced on 7-24-2017 on the air. Also, those who voted for the winning name will receive a Wave 14 unopened blind bag. Double voting will result in disqualification. I think that's actually better than the first one. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. But, yeah, Nana, actually, the um, the writer had actually gotten sick, so for the longest time. The ending was never released. Because there was no ending. Yeah, I guess because the manga writer was sick and... But what I also hate is I I hate animes where they just suddenly stop for no reason. And it's at that, yeah. it's at a part where it's like, you know there should be like a third season, but there isn't one. <laughs> Diabol- diabolic lovers... never did it. Oh. That's like what happened with <clears throat> there was a manga series I was reading called Ragnarok and they had in the back of book 12 you know, coming in book 13 all this stuff was going to happen and I could never find book 13 and then I went to Otakon and I was like I'm looking for book 13 of this series and the lady at the booth that was selling, like, all the manga said, there is no book 13. Yes, there is. Book 12 says there is. And she goes, no. They stopped printing that story. It's done. There, There's no more story. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, they really... They really left it open because it was beyond left open. It was kind of a, there was supposed to be more here, but they probably ran out of Funding? Yeah. 
or they just I decided they're going to keep doing it. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say either way. Yeah, it, it is really hard to say because nobody, there is nothing online in regards to season three. Yeah, unfortunately, when the anime series ends, they don't really say, you, you don't really get much of a hint as to why it ended. It's just kind of like, oh, well, it's just over now. Yeah. You know, um, at least sometimes with the manga, you can track down and find out what happened. But usually with the anime, it's just kind of, usually when the animes just end abruptly, it's just like, although sometimes they do that because the manga that is based off of just ends too, because that's what happened with Shaman King. That anime just sort of ended right in the middle of a giant fight because that's how the manga ended, which really sucks because yeah, I like that anime. Kind of, and that's kind of how Diabolic Lovers ended, you know, was, you know, the, there was a big fight over, you know, this one female character and, you know, It was just like done. No resolution, just over. Yeah. Oh, that drives me nuts. That drives me beyond nuts. Two hours late taking my meds. Oh, that's right. You got to take your meds. And unfortunately, the real. The real big stinker is I cannot find anywhere the manga series. Yeah, it doesn't even look like it was originally a manga. It might not have been. Because there were some animes that... Oh, I just found your post for your pony float. There are some animes that weren't based off of mangas that they just went ahead and just did an anime. Um, Oh, it's funny. I'm looking at the picture of your pony float, and remember how I told you when you showed me the picture the first time, oh, we have some of these at work. The ones we have at work 
the ones we have in the store where I work actually are unicorns. And they're made by a different company. Okay, yeah, this one's by, made by Intact, which is why I purchased it. Wow. Because yeah, um, you were talking about that one. They make, like, the really tough pool clothes. Yeah, because they also make uh, pools as well. Oh, okay. No, this wasn't. This was originally a a Japanese visual novel. Oh, okay. No. Nope, game, game, anime television series, game, game, anime television series, game, game. It was based on a um a video game. Oh, okay. Huh. But then it was it said it was it was made into various mangas. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, which means I will never know what happened. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I will never know what. What will become of Yui? Well, there's always fan fiction. I guess I will have to look for some. Yeah, as I said before, I finished reading the very first book of um, on Ever After High, and it's Actually, a really funny book. And some of the funniest parts are actually done by Maddie Hatter. Mm -hmm. Because she's talking to the narrators and 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 the chapters are like either bothering the narrator slash the words chat is slashed out bothers the narrator 
Mm-hmm. Maddie speaks, word speaks is slashed out, irritates the narrator. <laughs> right. It's like hilarious. It's like it's never, you know. She just talks to their no. She's bothering narrators, and they're like, "What I'm saying it." Oh, I want this Draculaura collector doll. Oh. Sorry, I'm salivating over here. That's okay. I know you love Draculaura. Oh, but because she's so cute. I mean, come on, a va- a vampire who who's a vegetarian, <laughs> cuter than that. Yeah, I guess. About to say something else, then I completely forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> It happens. Did it close? Okay, see, I'm not show- I'm not seeing it on on the on the page. What the post? Yeah, it it's showing up because I saw it on my newsfeed. Gotta find it. Well, it's showing up. Maybe if I hit the home button, maybe I'll find it faster. Rather than post. Let's see. I'm trying to find the post so I can pin it to the top.
Aha, there it is. Pin to top of page. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I was looking through the Facebook feed. And a little bit after I saw your post for the um, the contest for your float, there was a post from a little art store in a town where in the town I used to live in. And this little art store I had been to a couple times and the lady that owns it has a dog. And I did a little sketch of her dog as a dragon. And she just she just posted up a picture of like a kid's summer art class where the kids were supposed to draw, like, little fantasy creatures. And she has the dragon that I drew for her in a frame, like, on a little pedestal as an example for the kids to go by. Oh! I'm so excited! She still has the picture! (laughs) Sweet. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Okay. I just got to see how this came up with the message button because does it show a message button on the post? Um, let me see. I don't think I saw a message button. Yep, it says send message. Oh, it does? Good. Yes, there is a button on there that says send message. Good. So this actually works out better than a poll because polls, you know who's winning. Oh, and there's actually two of them on here. Oops. Both of them posted. I'm just going to leave both of them on here. (laughs) That's okay. Double posts are just a thing that happens sometimes. Right, it's almost ten o'clock. <laughs> I better let you go. We better get Pony Genie in before Blog Talk like cuts us off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so until next week, Pony Night Night. Pony Night Night. Good night. This is Kim Monol, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. 
Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, vote for my Pegasus name because she cannot wait to have a name. So remember, it's either Twilight Dash or Rainbow Sparkle. A Rainbow Sparkle. And we will announce the the name of the winner live on July 24th. We will also post it on the Facebook page. So go ahead and vote and see who wins. And um, I'm sure my, my Pegasus will be very happy with whatever name she gets because she's already told me that. So until next week, happy pony hunting. Good night.